This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. Flo was a pigeon. The sort you see all the time in towns. She spent her time pottering around, picking at chips out of bins, perching on shop windowsills, watching the passing human beings. She wasn't like the other pigeons in some ways. For example, Flo did not like to fly. There are a few pigeons like this. They're the type to prefer strutting around, pecking at things in the town centre, or waddling along on the terraced streets. And to be honest, some of them look a little too plump to get off the ground anyway. Walter was a friend of Flo's. He was a pigeon too, although his outlook on life was a bit broader. How are things, Flo? He asked one sunny winter's day, flapping down from a tall tree to strut alongside her. Flo shrugged. So-so, those sparrows have been picking on me again. I tried to roost in the bushes, and they pecked me too much, so I had to run away. Well, bushes aren't really designed for pigeons, are they? said Walter gently. The branches are too thin to get a good roost going. They're meant for smaller birds. You should try a tall tree, a nice maple, or elm, perhaps. Make you feel more comfortable. Not a chance! I'd feel quite the opposite. It would make me sick to be at those heights. I feel just queasy thinking about it. And where are the tasty leftover chips in a tree? Pointedly, she pecked at a lone chip. She did like chips. Well, how about a holiday? I must say you're looking a little bit flat, said Walter. I know of a beautiful cove on the seafront we could glide into the salty air and go dipping for sprats in the rock pools. Is it on a bus route? Flo asked. A bus route? You'd get the bus! Flo shrugged. It was easy enough in a busy city. No one noticed the odd pigeon hopping onto the number nine and nestling under a seat if they felt like a change of scenery. You don't need to get a bus, said Walter. Flap those wings and get there in no time. It's a beautiful place. You'd be so happy. Nope. I'd feel quite the opposite, Flo insisted. I'd be too tired with all that flapping to enjoy anything. It sounds exhausting. Life is exhausting enough, thank you very much. Well, I'd better be off, said Walter, exasperatingly flapping his wings. But as he hovered above her, he commented one last time. I'm not surprised you're not living your best life, he said. I've never once seen you fly. You just walk around all day, down amongst the cats and the dogs... And the human beings, you're missing out. Opposite, called Flo and fluffed herself up, a little irritated. Only yesterday I saw you waiting at the human pedestrian crossing to cross the road. Human? Where's the fun in that? Safety first, observed Flo. You're a pigeon, Walter squawked frustratedly. One last time before flying away, he thought some sea air might clear his head. Walter was a bit worried about his friend. She wasn't a very old pigeon, and she had a whole life ahead of her. It seemed a shame she'd spend it down on the ground without seeing all those wonderful things in the sky. As he flew over the houses and shops higher and higher, away from the dirt and dust, he spotted the slim black shape of a certain cat. It was Casper. Casper was, as per usual, stalking the garden walls of the terrace road. He was a pet. But like some cats, liked nothing more than chasing birds and mice and other cats and, well, anything and anyone. He had very sharp teeth and very pointy claws. You did well to avoid Casper if you were small and fluffy or feathered. 
Even if you were large and not fluffy or feathery, it made sense to keep your distance. Walt appeared down at Casper and back to where Flo had been. He could just see her, not that far away, ambling around without a care in the world. Flo was just polishing off another chip and investigating some chewing gum that was stuck to the pavement when she heard a flap of wings. It was Walter. He was flying towards her at speed. He landed on the ground for a moment and pointed towards the terrace road. Quick, it's Casper. He's on the hunt, tweeted Walter, flapping his wings to rise from the ground. Oh, heck. Flo waddled after him as quickly as she could. If she might not like sparrows, she liked Casper even less. And then Casper appeared. Sprinting round the corner, Flo waddled faster, as fast as she could. But Casper was getting nearer. After all, I don't think a waddling pigeon has ever outrun a sleek black cat, especially one running as fast as Casper currently was. You have to fly! Move! Walter called from above. Casper was inches from Flo. There was nothing for it. She stretched out her somewhat creaky wings and began to flap and rose from the ground. A couple of feet only, Casper pounced, and just in the nick of time, Flo began to rise higher into the air, higher and higher, following Walter into the safety of a nearby maple. High up in the maple tree, Flo clung to the high branch, panting as she got her breath back. She opened her eyes a little, only a little, as she wasn't fond of heights, as she'd said. But you know what? When she did open them, it was amazing. I can see for miles, she trilled and cooed a bit more. Well, of course, said Walter. I had no idea. I can see the coast and no sparrows. Why are there no sparrows? They're too exposed on these high branches, aren't they? They prefer to lurk in the clumpy bushes. You really shouldn't have to worry about sparrows. No sparrows, no cats, no dogs, no humans. It's heaven. Then after a minute, she said... Any chips? Sorry, no, not that many chips, I'll grant you. But don't you see this is where you should be? He indicated to the top of the lower trees and buildings. The air seemed cleaner and everything looked brighter. How on earth had she missed out on all this? Now you can start living your best life, Flo. A pigeon's life. Flo clucked contentedly and gave her friend a suspicious look. Hang on, that was awfully convenient timing. Did you get Casper to chase me? Walter looked a little furtive and stared at his feet. Then he came clean. Oh, go on then, yes, I did. He owed me a favour. He owes me lots of favours, as it happens. Favours? What can a pigeon do for a cat? You should have realised by now that pigeons can do all sorts of unexpected things. And, well, if I see any of the local mean dogs out for their walk while I'm flying, I flap over and drop him a signal. What sort of signal? Again, this seemed to make Walter go very furtive. This time, he peered nonchalantly at the sky and whistled a bit. Flo readjusted herself on the branch and puffed up. OK, Walter, it doesn't matter, but you set me up so I'd fly, right? Walter nodded. Well, it worked, didn't it? There was a moment, and then Flo laughed. (laughs) How she laughed. She couldn't believe she'd spent so many years trudging around on the mucky streets with all the chewing gum and the crisp packets. It had actually felt really nice to stretch her wings, and she felt on top of the world. Maybe she'd take that holiday to the coast after all, and without using the bus. So there you go. Just because you think something is scary and rubbish, well... It might not be as bad as you imagine. In fact, 
just like flow, you might find, well, it's quite the opposite. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 